dogs, I meet bitches, discreet bitches, street bitches, street bitches, make you want to eat bitches, but not me. Y'all niggas get off the plate all you want, but not D. I fuck with these hoes from a distance. The instance they start to catch feelings, I start to deal in they shit, then I'm out like a thief in the night. I sink my teeth in the bite. You thinking life, I'm thinking more like what's up tonight. Wait, yo, ma, you know I got a wife. Even though that pussy tight, I'm not gonna jeopardize my life. Throw it you want from a nigga. I gave you, you gave me. Bitch, I blaze you, you blaze me. Nothing more, nothing less. No day at my door, willing to confess that it's the best you ever stressed. You had another rest. I'm like, all right, girlfriend, hold up. I gave you what you gave me, boo. A nut. What you want? What these bitches want from a nigga? I'm wildin', I'm wildin', thank y'all for putting up with, with the kid uh, Yeah, yo, I listen, they keep telling me I sound like this guy Matter of fact, the other day, some dude was like, you know who you sound like? And I'm like, oh, DMX, let me guess, you're gonna say DMX And you know, he's like, no, no, that's close, it's the other guy And I'm like, yeah, I, I, everybody tells me DMX, of course, it was, you know Somebody Caucasian telling me these things. And um <laughs> and he's like, Yeah, no, no, no. It's Ja Rule. You sound like Ja Rule. And I'm like, Oh, all right. Well, you know, same shit, I guess, you know. But I don't rap. I, I don't rap. I might have attempted to write some rhymes back in my teenage years or whatever you may call it, but I, I'm not a I'm not a rapper. And um uh, you know. <laughs> I'm never going to pretend to be. And uh, yeah, that is the intro to this here podcast journey that I'm on, which is PC Podcast, VOG Podcast. Welcome to the show. Um, <laughs> oh, girl, was like, yo, you really singing? I was like, yo, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, yo. Um, somebody's going to pay me. Listen, that dude and boys, the men who, who just had the deep voice, he never sang a drop ever and that dude was still in one of the best musical groups ever in my opinion so you know <laughs> don't knock me for trying all right man um yeah pc podcast vog podcast i am your host Derek h flint uh follow me on ig Derek h flint follow the vog podcast page thank you to those of you who already have done so i appreciate you greatly um i'm getting close to 100 followers on that page and I just started it like um maybe less than a week ago because I feel like I have to have some sort of social media activity to go along with the podcast name and um yeah it's going well and the numbers are are going well and um if my shameless plugs are working one of you celebrity people hit me with some light just lighten the PayPal, dflint51 at gmail.com. Hit me with something light if you listen. You know, I don't care. You don't got to listen. If you make it to this part and you send me a donation, my goal is accomplished. So, you know, to all of you who have seen my shameless promotion, um, you're welcome. You're welcome for introducing you to this here thing of greatness that I'm creating slowly but surely. And, um... <laughs> That was real, real fucking arrogant, if I must say so myself. But um, listen, if you if I don't believe in me, you won't believe in me. So we in this together. We both don't know where this shit is going, but we in it together. <laughs> Side note, announcement, announcement for everybody. Um, 
I have realized that I cannot do this show stoned. And um, I mean, I'm not sad about that fact. Um, you will get a stoned show every once in a blue. But I realized when I do the show like zoned, zoned, um, it comes out to be a lot of rambling. And uh, I don't want to do that to you people. I'm trying to create <laughs> I'm trying to create a quality product here so I can go worldwide with it and have have it translated into different languages and things of that nature. But, you know, I apologize. Yo, that last show, um, I forgot the title of it. I think it was the No Heat and No Electricity. Like, I was rambling. Like, <laughs> I was rambling. Because, yes, sir, I, I just finished watching the Super Bowl. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I was rambling, man. And, um... But yeah, that's fucked up, man. The people actually in a metropolitan det- detention center, I think their lawyers are putting together uh, a lawsuit uh, for the conditions that they were held in, for the no heat, no electricity, no hot water. And, you know, and um, I'm not deeming their life or demeaning the value of their life. But it's jail. It's prison, man. Nobody deserves that. Nobody deserves that. Let me just say that. But I mean, it's jail, though. I mean, and as I said, that energy is not the same for the people in jail as it is for the people just living in public housing. So uh, I'm conflicted on that front that, you know, that energy isn't the same. But, uh, you know, I don't don't expect much from you people because, you know, um, the TV... Tells you what to feel, and uh, y'all are still mad at R. Kelly. Well, all this stuff I named is going on and has gone on. And that Ed Buck case just slowly slipped out of the headlines, as I said it would. And, um, yeah, he's still not in jail. That's two dead, that's two bodies found at somebody's house, and he's free. Let's just analyze this right now. If you beat your kid... And he goes to school with a mark. CPS will be at your house soon. But this dude got dead gay male prostitutes, just bodies, just dead. And he's still a free man. And, um, yeah, that's why this society disgusts me. And um, <laughs> yeah, I'm really, really fucking arrogant tonight. I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm in my feelings a little bit. Let me just admit that off top. So, you know, I'm not being harsh or Aggie, or anything of that nature. I'm just in my feelings a little bit. Why? You don't need to know that. Um, I'll get into all that one day. But uh, yeah, dealing, dealing with women, man, let me let me tell you. I like being straight, but fuck, man. Like, dealing with you guys is something something different, man. Um, but yeah, on this, on this hair episode tonight, um, here's what I'm going to do. I think, I think the guy who's now in the presidential chair, is doing his um, State of the Union tonight. And uh, it's not my rebuttal, but it's just, this is the state of the world and shit I feel you should know about for uh, my state of the world address. Think globally, not locally. Always remember that. And um, yeah, (laughs) it's not even just the state of the world. It's uh, just going to bring to light a couple of events and... um, Actually, the first thing I really want to talk about, if I'm just going to keep it all the way 100, is um, the uh, 21 Savage situation 
And um, I don't know how I feel about that. I, I guess if they say he's from London, I guess, then I guess that's correct. But um, it's kind of a slippery slope. And I'm not going to go conspiracy theory on you guys and, you know, <laughs> say they're going to kidnap everybody and they could do this to anybody and just say, no, you're an immigrant or something along those lines. But things of that nature have been done before. So I don't know for certain if um, I don't I'm not going to say where it's going because I don't know but it's just it just seems weird how they just grab somebody who we all thought was from Atlanta and then he turns out to be from London allegedly and um, he's going to be deported uh, it's a real slippery slope man so uh, listen I don't know him so he might as well he could be from London for all I know, but um, that's not my, it's not my business, and um, it's just a slippery slope, man. Just let, don't let them snatch you up and tell you you're an immigrant because you don't have no papers on you, and then next thing you know, you're just sitting in a box somewhere. It could happen to you. That's all I'm saying. So don't make fun of the situation. I'm not making light of the situation. I'm not saying it is going to happen. I'm just plainly stating the facts that it very well could be us one day and there could be no justification for it but they think you're an immigrant and um that's just the state of the world right now if i'm gonna be honest i'm not saying that's what we're going into but it's just a real slippery slope man so salute to 21 i hope he gets out and um it's just crazy man yeah that's the that's the start of the state of the current affairs that we're now in and um here's a story that I read and uh, I, I, I'm i just baffled if I'm going to be honest if as to why this is not like headline news everywhere and it is just the simple fact that uh, I don't even know how to say this like I'm not mind you if I, I'm just, just this is the disclaimer if I laugh I'm not laughing at the situation I'm laughing at something going on in my head and the air in Bangkok, China, is so bad, people are coughing up blood. Now, pardon me if I don't think that's normal or, you know, sustainable for human life in general. But that's not, <laughs> you know, that is not, that is not, that's not a good sign, if I'm just going to be honest with you. And, if you're worried about the purge, um, the purge that the, the movie they showed you is probably the final steps of the whole thing. But I, if I had to guess, like this is sounds like the start of it. When people, the air quality is so bad that there are people coughing up blood, and I don't like I don't know if I'm the only one who read this article or who knows about it. I did put it out there on my Twitter at DHF eight one eight and on my Facebook at Derek Flint. I put the story out there. I just don't know what kind of traction it's actually going to pick up. But it That's not normal. Like I, this show is just gonna be called like yo, this shit is not normal, B. Like people are coughing up blood just from breathing the air. So, uh, 
I'm pretty sure that's not a good sign for your insides. If if I had to take a wild guess, I'm not a doctor or anything of that nature, but I mean, that's probably not a good sign for the most part. And um, like I can't, I can't say because I'm not a doctor. But if your air causes you to call for blood, I don't want to say you need to move, but um, it's it's. This is really going on right now. Like, why well, don't tell you? Now that everybody's over the Super Bowl and everything else, and um, I broke down the sports cycle for you in the last show, but now that we're off the Super Bowl and we have a little bit of time to breathe, these are probably things we should pay attention to. And um, when I mention weather modification, weather manipulation uh, throughout the course of these shows, it's not because, you know, I'm a conspiracy theorist and I'm just making this stuff up. They are actually implementing a plan to seed the clouds again, to make it rain, to cause, um, to break up some of the smog and the pollution in the air so that, um, <laughs> so that people will no longer be coughing up blood, just walking down the street and things of that nature. And um, this is not a new practice. As I told you before, this is not a new practice. They did it prior in China when um, the Olympics was being held over there. I don't know the exact year that that took place, but it did. They actually have done this before. So if you think they're not doing this weather modification stuff everywhere, you are completely... I'm not gonna call you crazy, but like just just you need to like pay a little bit more attention to um the things that are going on because this weather modification thing is real. And if they're um going to seed the clouds to stop people from <laughs> from coughing up blood while they are just breathing the air and walking, um yeah. Yeah, I don't listen. All I'm saying is if they're doing this weather modification thing and it they tell you about it sometimes but they don't tell you about it every time it happens and you have to kind of realize that you know this stuff is going on even though we don't realize it and even though it's it seems normal and it seems harmless I don't know what the weather affects are or the ramifications from doing this to, from playing with nature are and is that the cause of all of these extreme weather events that we are now seeing and you know while they're seeding the clouds there's a crisis in Australia where um there are 20,000 homes at risk from flooding for from intense rain and um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not laughing, but when I'm reading the story, I'm just like, yo, damn, man, there's people stranded on their roofs again. Like, this is not the first time I've seen this. Remember Hurricane Katrina with people stranded on their roofs and every flood now, it seems like that's pretty much the case. Now, I don't, I'm not a, I'm not a scientist, so I can't tell you that one, like there's a cause and effect thing going on here where you know if you see the clouds and play with the weather that you know 
it causes extreme weather elsewhere. I can't say that for sure. But there's something off in the whole thing with it. And when you see the pictures of this whole Australia thing, and it's in Queensland and uh, I want to say Westmoreland, but I don't want to be wrong, and I don't even know if that's a place in Australia, if I'm going to keep it 100 with you. Yeah, listen, y'all, just by disclaimer, if you're listening to me to get all your information, just do your Googles, as I always suggest you to do, because I... (laughs) I'm not the I'm not the I'm not the sharpest pencil in the in the in the pencil case, just for the record. So I'm just informing you of things that I'm aware of that you may not be. I'm not the sharpest pencil in the box. But, you know, I don't even know if that I I'm getting that saying correct. But yeah, when you see these pictures of Australia and you're just like, yo, damn, man. And um it's not only Australia. There's actually in uh in upstate New York, I believe, there's a river up there that is jammed with ice and it's causing flooding as well. And the question I pose every time with these events is, you know, what happens to the people? Nobody has an answer to that, but I'm always curious to know. I'm like, you know, what happens to these people? There's 20,000 people whose homes may not be habitable after these weather events in Australia. And whatever flooding goes on upstate, um, those people's homes may not be habitable habitable either. Like all the hurricane catastrophes we've seen in the course of me doing this show, Hurricane Maria, Hurricane Florence, Hurricane Michael, we don't keep track of what happens to the people who can't go back home and things of that nature. That's just a forgotten about story. And we just move on with our lives. And, you know, we, we watch, we, we, we watch the Super Bowl, And, you know, it's just crazy to me. Cause I'm like, yeah, what happens to the people? All these people who can't go home, there's 20,000 homes. If it's not even 20,000, if it's 7,000, what happens to all those people who live there? What do they do? Just relocate or, let me not go off on a tangent. And um, as I'm speaking of this crazy weather stuff, I, as I mentioned before, I live in New York. Um, if you don't know, it was probably on the news everywhere. Like this part of this region of the country just had a polar vortex. And in um, some places it was negative 66 degrees. And today it is... In New York, it got to like, I think, I want to say negative. It was in the negatives, or it felt like the negatives, but it was it was down there. It was like in the single digits or below. And today, it's 60, it went up to 60-something degrees. So, <laughs> let's get this straight. Let's get this straight. That's why the show is called The Shit Is Not Normal. Uh, we had a... 70 degree a 70 degree temperature swing over the course of 4 days. And don't get me wrong, I'm grateful for it being 60 degrees in February. But in the same light in my head, I'm like, yo, this shit is not normal, B. Like there's no way it's supposed to have a 70 degree temperature swing in February. It's not supposed to be 60 degrees in February in the first place, but that's neither here nor there. And, you know, 
that'll be worked out. We'll probably be dead before they reveal all the science on that. And uh, as I was saying, does does this cloud seeding, the chemtrails, harp, and all these other weather weather modification programs are they causing this weather that we are getting? And I don't. I'm not a climate scientist, so I cannot tell you, like, yeah, 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 that's exactly what's going on, because I could be wrong. I'm just saying, to a certain extent, like, before it was conspiracy theory, but now, like, in China's terms, they tell you they're cloud seeding, and they tell you here now, too, that they're dimming the sun to save the environment or block out the sun rays to slow down global warming when people have been telling you about weather modification for years and harp and things of that nature. And um, <laughs> I'm not going to go too deep, but I know somebody who was, who was military personnel, just to say the least. And um, they were telling me, I'm not going to say the location. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need the feds or anybody at my door asking me who I know or anything of that nature just because I'm doing this little hair show. But they told me of a warehouse in a military facility where one side will be 130 degrees and the other side will be freezing cold. And it was a weather control building for the most part. And um, (laughs) mind you, this was going on in the 60s and 70s. So let's just clear this up if you don't think it's actually going on now and you think a 70 degree temperature shift is uh just something that happens (laughs) just something that happens naturally whatever but it's really really it's just weird man and i you know i'm not the only person who notices these things it's uh it's just it's it's weird to me man and then um here's another thing that um is uh (laughs) It's, 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 I'm not going to say it's bugging me, but this is actually going on right now as we speak. And um, it just seems like it's not getting the attention that it deserves. And it's, uh, this is an article I read today. And uh, remember I, I did the show about how, <laughs> like how, all we sell is weapons and we sold 90 billion worth of weapons and things of that nature. Well, here's the kicker to that whole story is that some, (laughs) just reading this article, I'm just like, yeah, I kind of knew this. We kind of created them anyway. It's a, we sold weapons to Saudi Arabia and the United Arab Emirates at some point. And now the story reveals that, um, yeah, that uh, some of those weapons and the technology and the secrets or whatever have now fallen into uh, rebel hands, groups like ISIS, Al-Qaeda, and all the terrorist groups that the media tries to make you terrified of. Yeah. They now work with American weapons and uh, American secrets. And not it's not like reading this news article was 
the first that I ever knew of this. Um, <laughs> let's just go back. Let's just go back. There's a picture of ISIS, and they are all in Toyota trucks. So <laughs> Toyotas aren't made in America, but those sure do look like the same vehicles that our military was driving. Am I going to say that America created ISIS? No. Not them alone. And um, they're mercenaries for the most part. And um, it's <laughs> just reading this article made me chuckle because I'm like, yo, the, the, this is going to get no burn anywhere. That um, the same people that they tell you to be afraid of and to uh, that they tell you to be afraid of and kind of pretty much these are the terrorist groups and these are the people who are going to attack us. And in the same time that they're selling these people weapons. So this is why I do shows like don't let your TV tell you how to feel and things of that nature. Because there's always a flip side to it. Mind you, we've been in the Middle East for a decade and a half or better Longer than that, actually, because we went to war with them back in the 90s. And if you get attacked, it will be with weapons that they sold them. That That is your government, that they sold them those weapons, pretty much. So, you know, I'm not saying that we create all the terrorists, but... uh. We kind of do, and we do those things by another story that's that's kind of just kind of slowly fading away. If I or it's just allowed to go on for the most part, and that's the whole Venezuela thing. And I know I keep mentioning this because you know uh, <laughs> because it's a coup. It, it's a military coup if you really want to keep it a buck. And I'm not going to say single-handedly that they are installing a puppet government or they're installing this guy, Gaido, into the power seat in Venezuela. But, um... <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much what they're doing. I Like, I, I, I keep it 100 with y'all at all times. Um... Which may cause me a problem whenever I do make this a call and show and y'all start asking me crazy questions. But it's, it's, there's a certain, certain feel to what's going on in that scenario. And it, it's nothing new. There's nothing new under the sun, just for the record. But with this situation here, they're basically taking out a guy who, I don't know what his plans were, but somewhere down the line, it might be revealed that he was trying to switch to a gold-backed currency like other leaders who have been killed at the hands of this country. I'm just going to keep it a buck. Gaddafi was one of them. Um, so was Saddam. Just keeping it 100 with you people. Um, so I don't know, but I don't. I'm not comfortable with it, exactly what's going on. I don't live in Venezuela. And as I mentioned before, there were stories of people starving so bad in Venezuela that they had to eat 
like cats and dogs and rodents and things of that nature. So is the situation in Venezuela great? No. But do they need a forced regime change? No. But this is what this is what I'm not even going to blame this country. This is what the world does on a whole if we're just going to keep it a buck. Um the people there's no country anywhere where the people have the final say over who the leader is. And if you live in this country, you know that firsthand. George Bush, uh the guy we got now. You already know we don't get the people we want and we don't get anything we want in terms of voting and protest and things of that nature. So all I'm saying is to a certain extent is I'm not saying they pick leaders, but if things are not going the way as planned, you the leaders can be replaced. And... As I said, this guy is probably doing his State of the Union right now. But I don't know, as I said, I don't know when this House of Cards episode is over and I don't know how it's going to end for him. I don't know if my prediction of him being a lot broker and his somebody from his family going to jail may actually take place. I don't know that for sure. But it seems like they're closing in on him. Like, if you just pay attention to that news, the whole Mueller investigation and everything else. And um, (laughs) they just subpoenaed the inaugural committee because they're looking at their money too, like who donated and um, basically who was funding him for president and they already arrested uh his friend Roger Stone they already got uh Michael Cohen Michael Cohen Michael Cohen I don't, I don't know how to pronounce his last name they already have him as well too so it's uh <laughs> they're already looking at his uh what is it the Trump Foundation they're looking at the Trump Foundation uh, the Democrats are actually now trying to get his taxes. And um, there's people, there's been a number of indictments and people flipping and people willing to testify. So when you look at all of those things from a perspective, I'm not saying what I said is going to turn out to be true. I don't know if he'll ever go to jail. He might be like Ed Buck, man. He might might be like Ed Buck and R. Kelly because both of those, they ain't going to jail. You can be mad at me for saying that if you want, man, but Ed Buck and R. Kelly ain't going to jail. I don't care what you say. And uh, it, it just seems like the whole thing is getting closer in on him. And if you listen to the reports, um, he's very isolated and he's taking a lot of what you call executive time which means he ain't doing shit, which uh, we kind of knew anyway. All he does is go to Trump resorts. He's he's making money on that end. 
because we're funding his trips to Trump resorts. But if they ever get to his taxes or um, just the root of the money, it's going to be a, a problem. And if you don't know the history of this air country that we live in, every gangster, like gangster, gangster, mafia people, drug, like high level drug dealers and people of that ilk, they never get busted for the actual crime. They always get busted from the money trail and for tax evasion and things of that nature. Wesley Snipes went to jail for tax evasion. Let's not forget that. Never forget. Never forget, people. I need help, man. I need help. So with that in mind and that being said, um, yeah, when they when the feds start looking into your money and they start arresting your friends and they start, you know, scrutinizing where you get your funds from for campaigns and things like that, I'm not saying you're definitely going to jail, but somebody's going to jail, my guy. And I, I don't know who it is in this whole thing. And at one point, I'm not even going to stunt. I was rooting for the dude to get locked up because I was like, yo, nah. He, <laughs> I was like, this guy got to go, man. Like he, He's horrible. But then, then I became conflicted because I, I didn't know. And I'm like, yo, I don't, I don't know. Because it's like, yeah. Do I want people to work for welfare? Maybe. Maybe. You can't be at the store at 8 o'clock in the morning buying beer and Lucy's with your EBT card while I'm going to work. That don't sit right with me. Do I agree with the whole policy? Nah. And the jobs numbers, they come back looking all right. And the manufacturing sector is is growing. So when you read things like that and you hear things like that, it seems like it's going in the right direction. Because as I mentioned to you, we don't make shit here. All we sell is death. (laughs) We sell death. We sell weapons, B. That's about it. So uh, I'm not, I don't, I don't agree with the dude. But reading some of these articles on the numbers, numbers don't lie. But I don't, I don't know. But all I'm saying is once the feds start looking into your money, it's pretty much a wrap in some form or fashion. Like something is getting shut down and your money is going to stop in some capacity. And, you know, I don't know. I don't know the outcome of this whole investigation and things of that nature. But um, I did say he's going to be a whole lot broker and he might be in jail or his family might be in jail. And looking at how things are going, that may very well, some of it may come to fruition, but I don't, I can't say that 100% that all of that is going to happen. And um, as I also mentioned, 
um, <laughs> here's the here's the real sad part about the whole thing is that yo, know, this is gonna sound crazy, even coming from me. Here's the crazy part is that even when he goes, I don't know if we're gonna want what comes after. And like that's the speculation. And he said if he gets impeached, everybody's gonna riot. I'm not I'm not rioting for that shit. Um but um we don't we don't know exactly what is going to happen in terms of that whole situation. And um I don't know what happens if a president gets arrested. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, the State of the Union pretty much is like we're we're all we are all fucked people, but we're all in this together. So, you know, let, let's get rid of the divisiveness of race and all that other stuff and realize, like, we're all being fucked to some extent. And uh, let's just get our shit together, people, because <laughs> the state of the union is we are fucked. And, um, yeah, enjoy it while we're here. But uh, we got to do something to change this shit, man, because it's not right. It's not right, man. <laughs> I say how crazy, man. Who, who is listening to this, man? Um, uh, all right. Yeah, that's it, man. Uh, yeah, just a couple of things I want to mention before I go. This uh, The VA Governor Northam thing. This should have been part of the State of the Union, but I I didn't. <laughs> I just, I'm just brushing over this. Uh, is a photo of a blackface and a Klansman. And uh, never said which one was which. Uh, listen to me. Here's how I feel about this. If I'm just being... I'm being completely a buck with you. Um, I, let's not say it should be forgiven or it should be forgotten or things of that nature. I'm not going to go that route with it. Um, am I I'm semi excusing it for the period of time that it was done in and hear me out I only say this because there's probably no black people in that whole yearbook if we're going if I'm keeping it a buck man I mean this is my show so I'm doing this from my perspective is it right no but there's probably no black people in that whole yearbook so for the period of time that that took place, it's uh, it's not acceptable, but <laughs> I understand. Like, I understand. Listen, there are old white people who sometimes I feel like they want to slip and say nigga, but they realize it's not that time in the world anymore. So it's uh, it's... <laughs> I'm not excusing the whole blackface thing and especially not the excuse like oh I was I was trying to dress up as Michael Jackson. Like that's that's not <laughs> Listen, I'm not racist. I'm not bashing anybody. Uh, like but uh, my guy, you got to come up with something better than that, man. And then he said it's not him in the photo. And uh uh would it be better if he just came out and said like okay, it was me? But you have to understand, at that point in time in the world, things were different. You know, 
we didn't respect you black people then, and you guys were three fifths of three fifths of three fifths of us back then. I can't even talk straight. And um, I'm not giving them an excuse. Do I understand the time period that it was? Yes. There's not a black person in that whole yearbook, as I stated before. There might be a couple, but there's not many. And uh, does he need to lose his job for it? Yes. And um, that's a slippery slope, though, because I don't want some shit. Like, I don't want to get successful and then some shit. I did 25 years, come back, and they be like, yo, you did this. And I'd be like, my nigga, that was 25 years ago. Be like, that, that shit. That still counts. It'd be like Kevin Hart apologizing for shit I said over a decade ago. Because, you know, those mafias, those two mafias I mentioned, you don't want problems with them. Just understand that, especially if you're trying to get somewhere in a certain field, you don't want problems with those people. That's all I'm going to say pretty much. Um, Because I don't want no problems with you guys if you are listening to this. If any one of, you know... I'm not even giving initials to those mafias, but, you know, listen, I'm out here. I don't want no problems, all right? <laughs> I love everybody, all right? Whether you wear a kippa or, or you know, your ZTs, whatever it may be, I like you, all right? You know, whether you're, you know, transitioning, whatever, whatever you're doing, you know, just... <laughs> I saw a picture of Sydney Starr today, and I was like, you know, I... <laughs> This is some weird shit about that. I saw a picture of City Star and I was like, you know, sometimes I don't know about myself. Because I'm like, I I, I, I don't know. It's fucking weird, man. Um, <laughs> that was a weird thing. But I keep it 100 with y'all. Um, I keep it so 100. And uh, no, I'm not, you know, <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with that. But I, I like women. That's all I'm going to say about that. That's it, man. That's it for the show tonight before I say some shit that gets me, you know, completely in trouble. Um, I did that thing at the beginning because DMX is going on tour for his 20th anniversary of It's Dark and Hell is Hot. And uh, I need to be on that tour as a backup a backup dude because I sound like him. And it, it might pay well. I don't know how much he's booking or how much that might net me. But, yo, X, if you're listening, Styles, if you're listening, Kiss, if you're listening... If X needs a backup guy on stage who sounds like him, let it be me, yo. Just shoot me an email or something. We can work out the payment and all that other stuff, man. Um, yeah, that's it. That was the State of the Union from yours truly here at PC Podcast. And, uh, yeah, that's it, people. Uh, follow the Instagram page, VOG Podcast, and Derek H. Flint. I might take down all the videos from my Derek H. Flint page at some point. I'm just still debating that as of right now just to keep whatever following I have on there happy. But uh, follow the VOG podcast page because that's going to be the main page for all the news and other stuff. And I will do a show strictly off of the Instagram page at some point. Uh, Follow me on Twitter at DHF818 and follow me on Facebook at Derek Flint. And uh, as I said, if you fuck with the show, uh, send me something light, man. Send me two dollars, man. Send me two dollars. Or help me find a clothing sponsor for my little man. And uh, let's get this money, man. That's all we gotta do. We gotta do it before 
This shit is completely over. I don't know when it's going to be, but it went from negative 12 to 65 in four days. And I'm scared for my life, god damn it. Uh, yeah, that's it, man. Yeah, I appreciate all y'all listening, new listeners, old listeners. This was a longer show than usual, but uh, I can't do the show high no more, I promise you. Uh, no more rambling from me, man. I appreciate you for listening. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Hope your boy gets the title, man. Salute, man. One.